Welcome to Cloud Talk Live. I'm your host, Jeff Deverter. Now here at Cloud Talk, we strive to help decode the ever-changing world of technology to help you apply it to your business so that hopefully you'll have one more tool in your arsenal to help you improve your business and those around you. Now this recording is from our Cloud Talk Live event, which happens almost every Tuesday and Thursday at 8.30 a.m. Central Time on the Rackspace LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter accounts. Be sure to come and watch us there and join the conversation live with us in real time. Your participation helps drive the conversation. Now, let's get on with today's show. Well, hey, good morning, everybody. Oh, we've had some fun around here this morning with all kinds of great technical issues that you've, uh, I'm sure you've never experienced them, but in my line of work, they happen all the time. Well, everyone, I'm so excited that you're here for today's Solve Live. Look at that fancy logo right up there. Hey, my name is Jeff Deverter. I'm the Chief Technology Evangelist here at Rackspace Technology. And, uh, you know, for those of you who are with us, introduce yourself. Love to know who is here because over on my screen down on the one side, I get to watch and interact with you. I see your comments. As you know, I got a little touch of the ADD. And so you interrupt me all the time. And it's great to get to uh, introduce you from wherever in the world you are. Oh, Shashad is here from India. So glad that you are here. Good evening to you. And... Uh, hola, amigo from San Antonio. It says LinkedIn user. So I don't know who you are, but that's all right. I'm just glad that you're here. So thanks for introducing yourself. Hey, guys, as always, I want to encourage you, if you want to reach out to me, you can do that, uh, of course, anytime through LinkedIn. How did that go away? That was weird. And uh, Or you can just shoot me an email over at solve at rackspace.com. As a reminder, Solve is our thought leadership program here at Rackspace. There's no sales involved. It's just us sharing information with you. Now, today's conversation with Miss One Ed Kerr is going to be really a great one, and uh, and I think you're going to enjoy it a lot. And it will, um, it digs into the whole definition of cloudiness and how to be cloudy kind of anywhere. So with that, let's go ahead. Oh, Osama, we're glad that you're here. Lilith, glad that you're here. Not quite sure over on my side, but uh, I see doubles of everything. Maybe I need to get my, my glasses checked. Anyway. All right. Moving on. So, um, so guys, as you know, this thought leadership program is all about bringing you information. Now, uh, we've had a pretty consistent uh, pattern of how these programs have gone on over the past many, many months. We're changing it up even a little bit more today. As you know, last Thursday, we announced that we were moving away from this just being called, uh, what we call it, Solve Live to Cloud Talk Live. Remember that logo? And the intent, of course, is to just create some consistency and continuity between the podcast, which is you know pretty thoughtful, well-worked out and produced uh, interview with with technology and business leaders to the time that we spend here in these live sessions. In fact, we're feeding them into the cloud talk feed. Now, two changes happening today. The first is uh, is a continuation of last week's, but we're making it more making it even even better. Anchor, glad that you're here. Another LinkedIn user from from uh, India, glad that you're here. But uh, Daniel, you've seen it in the in the the description of this event. But uh, producer Daniel is going to post it now in the chat, and that is back a link back to the Solve website, and it's a, a page dedicated to this very episode with all of the links and everything that you need to know. Now, one of the things that we've added this time around is. Um, 
uh, you know, everybody's going through this, the, the great resignation. Well, if you're going to resign from one thing, you want to get hired into the next thing. And he, us here at Rackspace, we've got a ton of jobs open. So I'm going to start bringing you the, the Rackspace job of the day in each of these. So that's going to come up later. But with that, I want to jump into uh, our common episode, and that is This Week in Cloud. All right. First up is Johnson and Johnson made an amazing uh, announcement yesterday, and you can Scott Guthrie tweeted it out and put it on LinkedIn this morning as well. Hey, Luis Lobo from uh, from Dallas, glad that you are here. Ooh, one from Afghanistan from Kabul. Oh my gosh, you are the first person from Afghanistan to be here, uh, Nargis. I'm so glad that you're here. Um, send us a note over on solve at rackspace.com. Uh, as we hit these country milestones, I love to make note of it. So shoot us an email, solve at rackspace.com. Anyway, back to Johnson and Johnson, crazy stuff going on over there. Big packed with Microsoft. In fact, they're going to co-develop some technology that's going to ride a lot inside of Azure. And, uh, and what they're ultimately driving towards is the connected operating room. And that's all the way from, from pre-meeting and counseling and whatnot, all the way into the operating room. And in some cases, uh, engaging with robotics to create distance surgeries. There's a whole lot of stuff going on here. You can go read about this article here. Go look up Scott Guthrie's comment over on LinkedIn. He's got links to it as well. You can find it. Or better yet, just go over to solve.rackspace.com slash solve slash 81 dash CTL for Cloud Talk Live. Uh, and I'll have that come up on the screen later. Daniel's putting it across all of the chats. Uh, guys, keep introducing yourselves. It's so good. Mark from Houston, Texas is here. Uh, I, uh, I don't know, it doesn't say Houston. I made that part up. You are from Texas though. Uh, I used to live in Houston and I got paroled. That's my joke. Hope you enjoy it. All right. Other news is, uh, you know, we talk about security stuff all the time. And there was an interesting article uh, just these past few days. And it says it's an optimistic outlook for 2022. But this article goes on to say that basically every single uh, vulnerability or exploit that happened last year to companies uh, happened or could have been uh, 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 could have been um, uh, caught and could have been uh, actually not even happened if they just done the basics. That's what it always goes back to, making sure you do the blocking and tackling. I just recorded another podcast yesterday that'll come out in a few weeks with some security professionals here at Rackspace. And um, <laughs> sorry, I just got distracted by uh, Nikhail's comment about, hey, people still do clouds? That's neat. Um but everyone could have been thwarted and not had an issue at all if we just done the basics. So go read this article. It it should bring to mind the fact that, hey, we can be solving these problems and they don't necessarily need to always be happening. All right. So with that, folks, let's move on. We've just covered uh, this week in cloud. Now let's jump into the cloud releases this week. As you know, if you're a con uh, continual listener here, we... Um, or watcher, listener, uh, usually do a couple of updates from each of the clouds. We're just doing one now because we got a lot of content. I don't want to get to Ed's conversation. You're going to love this one. AWS File uh, Firewall Manager supports AWS Shield Advanced Automatic Application Layer DDoS uh, Mitigation. This is huge, guys. This goes back to what I said in several episodes at the end of 2021. And that is that even if you just do a lift and shift out into the clouds, there's so much benefit that you get from riding on that infrastructure. 
as part of your overall strategy. You know, we gave you some news articles about how all of the different cloud providers have helped to thwart problems with the d- d- distributed denial of service attacks just because the, the stuff was there. Well, now it gets uh, supported into AWS Shield Advanced Automatic uh, Layer of Protection. So that's really awesome. Now, over in Azure, we've got some updates as well. We've got a general availability for their Azure policy support for Azure Site Recovery. Azure Site Recovery is a great tool. In fact, it was one of the primary tools that people used, not for big disaster recovery stuff in the early days, but just how do we move our stuff out into Azure? Because you got 30 days free with that thing in the, in the early days. So people would install it, they would move their VMs out into Azure and off they were to the races. Well, now you can actually add policy support uh, into what you're doing with ASR. So that's great. Thank you, Azure. And then on to our good friends over at Google. They've got a new feature that is available with my, they're able to now collect MySQL metrics inside of Ops Agent. So pulling those metrics directly from the server itself and pulling it up into their Ops Agent to give you a more holistic 360 degree top-down view of everything that's happening inside of that, uh, your, your GCP or Google Cloud environment. So uh, kudos to Google Cloud for giving us greater visibility into the world. All right, now it's on to that new segment. This the the job of the week from Rackspace, job of the day from Rackspace. So look at that, Megan Fritz, Megan uh, and Logan Fritz created that for us. Uh, great logo, I love it. And uh, the job this week is a senior product manager over in our ERP applications team. Now uh, this is some pretty cool stuff. In fact, I have the job description over on my screen somewhere, which I can't find. Um, but it is a senior product manager for Oracle and SAP because we there are jobs everywhere over at Rackspace. And you see the little apply for this job right over, right over, right over there. You can't see me. I've hidden behind the screen. But uh, if you go over to the link that Daniel's put down in uh, uh, there in the chat, rackspace.com slash solve slash 81 dash CTL stands for Cloud Talk Live. Uh, all the links that uh, that I've talked about today, whether it's the news articles, whether it's the updates from the cloud providers, all can be found there. And after today, the replay of this audio can be there. You'll find there as well. So encourage you to go check that out. It's some pretty good stuff. Uh, in fact, hey, look, I put it up on the screen for you here. I would encourage you to go check that out. Abdullah, we're great that you are here as well. Anoop from India. Uh, we got a lot of good folks coming in from India. So glad that you all are here. Thanks for that. All right. Well, with that, I think it's time that we go get our good friend, Mr. Ed Kerr, up here on the screen. So with that, let's bring him up. Ed, welcome to Cloud Talk Live. Jeff, thank you so much for having me here. I'm excited to talk to you today. Oh, man. It's not like we don't get to talk to each other all day long anyway, but now we get to do it in front of a bunch of people who will you know, tease us if we make a mistake. <laughs> Absolutely. That's the exciting part of all this. Isn't it so, though? It, you yeah. know, it's an era of, tran- uh, of um, transparency that I like. And, you know, in, in the essence of transparency, I mentioned technical issues before. I had to reboot the whole router setup here because I was not connected. Not fun. Always exciting. Yeah. And looking forward to engaging with the audience as well and, and hearing what they have to say afterwards. So, yeah. Um, so, if any so, questions come through, let me know. Yeah. So, Ed, let's start with what, what do you do around these parts? Yeah, so you had a job of the day, which was a senior product manager, and actually I am a senior product manager, so I can vouch for that job. So they can be friends with you. Yeah, that's right. We can work together and help each other be successful in the organization, so definitely apply to that. Um, But essentially, I work in the private cloud organization, um, delivering VMware-based solutions here at Rackspace and support models that support our services and product offerings um, as a product manager. Okay, 
but now I'm confused, Ed. The title of this thing is Achieving Cloudiness Everywhere, and you're talking about private cloud. Sounds like we're going to peel the onion back on some misconceptions as to what cloud actually is. Yeah, my favorite thing to do in life is to change the conversation, not to add an answer to it, but to actually change the conversation. And that's what we're here to do today. So, all right, yeah. so we got the word we got the word cloudiness in the title. Let's define cloudiness. How, what you've, you've you've got your five points. Let's talk through them. Yeah, so uh, the cloud elastic model is a set of conditions uh, that create a common customer experience, and there's honestly too many variables to talk about. So, as you pointed out, let's just talk about five key ones that really drive the market towards the cloud. Uh, the first one would be leveraging elasticity. Um, of both resources and costs, of course. Uh, the next one would be to reduce burden on the internal IT teams by reducing common elements of lifecycle management or deployment. They usually do this by leveraging self-service tooling or automation, things like that. Um, the third point would be having enhanced security. Um, an easy example of that would be data at rest and in-motion encryption, where on the cloud, it's a, an assumed part of the experience, or on the private cloud, it's something that sometimes you have to work for, though it is becoming definitely more common today. Um, and then the fourth one is achieving rapid implementation and really maximizing time to value. And my most, my, my favorite part of this conversation will be step number five or item number five, which is that customers believe the cloud is the place to be closest to the frontier of technology. They think that that's where what's next actually lives and their business can't afford to be too many layers away from that. And that's what I mean by cloudiness when I suggest we should see cloudiness anywhere. Well, and I was just listening to a podcast earlier this morning, um, Pontus Noren, who helped, who actually founded CloudReach and has since moved on to other things, but was interviewing a CIO who's now moved, you know, done a couple of CIO gigs and sold some companies and moved on. And, and he said that he was always known as being somebody who was on the, the leading edge of technology. But he says where CIOs really should be is on the edge of the cliff face of technology uh, because these programs and projects can take so long, you've really got to be pretty far out there to not be left behind once you start one of these implementations. Yeah, and that, that's interesting. And you know, we'll obviously dive deeper into why we can achieve this anywhere, but that plays right into what the market is saying is the right strategy here. So that's right. That's right. Being on the edge of technology, you know, before it was you know, hey, what's the next version of Windows? And we should start planning for that next year, as opposed to what are we doing this afternoon? In fact, I was talking to, it's going to be a great episode coming up in a few weeks uh, with um, with a guy here at Rackspace who helps lead in the UK our um, FinOps offering. And, you know, we look at we look at the cloud as how can we save money as opposed to, and we look at FinOps as a way of how can I lower the bill, as opposed to how can I ensure that every dollar I'm spending on my tech, regardless of where it is, has a tangible business outcome. That's positive. That's right. And I think the, the interesting interesting thing about the cloud is that the idea that we can save money by going there is oftentimes not a correct way of thinking either, right? I mean, there's a lot of things that go into making a cloudy application that works well in the cloud enough that you actually do save money. Then there's a lot of management layers on top of that to ensure that the way you're managing that environment, you're not leaving resources hanging in the wind, not being used. You're actually scaling up and down appropriately. So there's a lot that goes into creating a cost-effective cloud experience. Um, it's not a foregone conclusion that the cloud is that place. That's a, that's a fact. Fact. So we, you gave us your five points of cloudiness, your definition of cloudiness, and those are those are really good framework for us to work with here today. You know, um, with with of course the fifth being you know being on that frontier, that bleeding, that that tippy cliff edge of technology. How can we achieve these these outcomes? What are what are some methods to do that? Yeah. So 
First of all, some of them are actually relatively easy and have been in the marketplace for a long time. So the first one would be to just look at what those options are. An example of this would be the fact that virtualization, really kind of the the, the seeds of elasticity in the cloud um, are, are out there right now. And you really just need a partner uh, who's large enough and able to scale that can deploy tools like Cloud Director uh, to actually help you achieve that elasticity any, anywhere. Another example of that would be vSAN, right? Um, vSAN provides the kind of data encryption at rest and in motion that we talked about that a lot of people see as a kind of native solution to the cloud, which in fact is not really the case. But I think perhaps the most interesting point to talk about is, again, going back to that last point, the idea that the destination of the cloud is critical because it's where the frontier of technology is. Well, the reality is, in my opinion, is, is that you know, with the proliferation of the SaaS offering, that's no longer the case, right? The idea that you have to bring your application to the cloud in order to achieve cloudy outcomes such as Kubernetes, such as getting connected to 5G and blockchain and all of those other kind of edge or frontier technologies, um, you can do a lot of that now through SaaS offerings that just require a web browser. And so I think that's where a lot of the interesting things are, are kind of being developed, especially if you consider the fact that, you know, when, you, when you're on the edge of the frontier, you need to be able to leverage that way in a kind of simple fashion, right? So you, you have all this complexity that comes with being on the edge of technology. You can't also then layer on complexity of managing that existence. And so we need to simplify this part while kind of getting you closer to the complexities of the new technology. That's where the real art is. Right, right. So it's, it's taking and pulling that together. All right. So it sounds like as we might go through all of these, these moves that would create a level of complexity. So, so what are people going to have to deal with there? And is that a true statement? <laughs> yeah, again, change the conversation. So right now, the kind of intuition of the market or the previous intuition of the market, we'll talk about the, what the market really believes in a second. But the previous intuition was that um, the way you reduce complexity was by reducing the number of platforms that a customer has, right? So getting away from the hybrid cloud strategy. You've got a data center, you migrate it over to the, the cloud and all of your complexity goes away. But we're really finding out that that's not actually the case because not only are migrations costly and difficult to do, they're highly disruptive, but yeah. going into the cloud just introduces a whole new set of tools exclusive to the cloud. And as you go and diversify into other clouds, such as Google, such as AWS and Azure, you introduce new complexities originating from their tool sets. And so the real holy grail for the market and what the market is really clamoring for is a common set of tool sets that can be used across the entirety of the hybrid cloud experience. Mm. And I think that's what cloudiness anywhere really, really is getting to, is a way to use things like Cantu, uh, which is now a SaaS-based offering as well, to leverage Kubernetes across the entirety of the multi-cloud. But it isn't just VMware as an example, you can use the Azure stack of tools that allows you to extend Azure into the data center as well. So it goes both ways. And these tools are out there in the marketplace and it's really just about getting the most out of them and using them to reduce complexity within your IT organization while you increase complexity by getting closer to the technologies that will literally change the market for years to come. Yeah. Uh, real quick, uh, Ivanio Luna from Brazil. I'm not sure if we've had someone from Brazil before, so I'm so glad that you're here. Shoot us an email over at solve at rackspace.com and introduce yourself. Um, so, um, Ed, what we're really kind of kind of picking up on here is the fact that, um, and I think we've said it in different ways before, and that is that cloudiness isn't necessarily the tool set that you use. It's the mindset. It's the methodology. It's the ethos at which 
you approach technology. And it goes back to those some of those core tenets that you talked about. It's that elasticity. It's how do you relieve burden. It's about um, driving enhanced security. It's about being on the edge of front, uh, the, the, the frontier of, of the edge and technology there. So it's taking that as a mindset and applying it to the technology that helps best advance your organization. Is that, am, I, am I pulling it together correctly? Yeah, and, and that's honestly been reinforced by my time here at Rackspace um, because from our perspective, the, the strategy that the market seems to like the most is exactly that. So as our support offerings evolve, we are looking to become more cloud elastic in those offerings as well. So it's not just about the cloud and its ability to scale resources up and down, but it's about finding partners or finding ways for your internal IT organizations to become more elastic, to be able to scale up and down more quickly. And so those are also part of the equation. So yeah, I agree 100%. Um, It's a mindset that extends beyond conversations about platforms and tool sets even, and it's the way our organization should be run. You know, I, I get this mental image right now, Ed, of, of a set of scales, you know, something heavier on one side is going to tip. But if we put um, a team's behavior in cloudiness on one side and the tool set on the other side, you know, as the as the the people become more cloudy in their ability to adopt technology, uh, you know, that that tool set starts to shift a little bit. Then they can dip deeper into the tools, which, you know, now now creates greater demands on the team to be more flexible. Um, so, you know, it's, in, it's important, I think, also to call out that this isn't a one-stop shop. Okay, we were cloudy. Now we are cloudy because the right. tools are constantly evolving as we should be constantly evolving, not just as individuals and in our own skill sets and flexibility, but in our teams and how we behave and how we work with senior leadership. You know, you've got to, you're, you're under the gun to go in and sit in front of Rackspace leadership on a regular on a periodic basis, more periodic than you would care to, and convince them of what the next steps are. And sometimes that's that's challenging because they're where they are mentally isn't where they need to be as it relates to where the technology is. It's not unique to Rackspace. It's it's a common challenge. Yeah, and I think when you talk about that scale, right, like that balancing of the scale, it really reminds me of the idea that as we kind of invest deeper and deeper into these technologies and we put additional burdens on our teams, like think, don't think of the cloud or cloudiness as a way to alleviate all burdens. Instead, think of it as a way to alleviate the kind of lower level tasks that don't add a lot of business value. Because at the end of the day, our human capital is often the most expensive capital we deploy within an organization. And so you don't want to like assign that to people so that they can go out and deploy VMs when we all know that the deployment of VMs is something that is relatively simple to do with automation. And so the cloud is really revolutionizing way the IT organizations in that regard. So the, the complexity of the burden is always going to be there, but it doesn't have to be on these low level tasks, right? Um, so I think that before I completely lose all of my internet, where Ed, this has been a great conversation. Think of those scales, guys. It's healthy tension. Never be tipped over one side too far. Um, but that tension uh, ultimately takes and, and raises the bar for an organization, lets the machines do the mundane. Uh, all right. Well, now. everyone, we're at the top of the hour anyway. We've all got meetings to go to. Or if you're in India or somewhere else, you really should probably turn off your computer and go to sleep. Um, but I'm so glad that you are here today. Everyone, thank you so much, Ed. Great conversation. Hope you have a great week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Cloud Talk Live. Now here at Cloud Talk, we strive to help decode the ever-changing world of technology to help you apply it to your business so that hopefully you'll have one more tool in your arsenal to help improve your business and those around you. 
Now, this was a live event, which happens almost every Tuesday and Thursday at 8.30 a.m. Central Time on the Rackspace LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter accounts. Be sure to watch us there and join the conversation live with us. Now, if you haven't already subscribed, I'd encourage you to do so and maybe even give us one of those five-star reviews. These episodes can be found anywhere podcasts are found. Until next time, I'm Jeff DeVerter for Cloud Talk and Cloud Talk Live.